everyone, and welcome to episode two of Travel with K&D, a podcast where we talk about all things travel, but we mainly focus on Disney World and Universal Studios Orlando. My name is Crystal. And I'm Drew. And today we're going to talk about how to get started with planning with Disney World, because we understand Disney is very overwhelming for a lot of people, and we're here to help you with that. Absolutely, yeah. And if you want some help with the heavy lifting and the details of vacation planning, I am more than happy to help you as a certified Disney travel agent. And the best part is it is no additional cost to you. So the first steps when planning is when. Uh, is a question that we actually get asked by our friends quite a bit is how far in advance should we plan our Disney vacation? Really, you can plan it out as far as you want. There are limits. Um, for instance, right now you can't book for 2023. Yet, that usually comes about mid-year. However, you do want to start planning at least 60 days out before your first day there. And there are a few things that you want to know before you go and start. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is where the the, the who, what, where, when, whys come into play, right? Because you have to plan so far in advance now because of COVID and all that good stuff. You know, you, you want to know who's going. You have to know literally everybody who's planning on going because you're going to want to have all those people booked into your group at the same time so you can handle your reservations for dining for uh you know genie and you know all that good stuff right so you have to know who's going to be going how long you want to stay as well um you know up six days you know seven nights or however long you want to be there you know plan at least a day per park all that good stuff um incorporate your budget into that you know how expensive do you want this trip to be um because we all know disney's not cheap and universal's not cheap right so you have to have that in information in place so you can figure out you know what your grand total is going to be for lodging and you factor in your food cost and souvenirs and all that good stuff those you know random one-off items like you know your glow-in-the-dark items that come out during your nighttime shows and, and all that good stuff um and one thing we'd recommend as well would be incorporating non-park days into into your stay as well um you know and and it's definitely easier to say that um and and that kind of gets thrown out the window when you're down there but that's definitely something that um we would recommend doing and we ourselves need to get better about doing because nobody's perfect um but those non-park days are nice because you know these resorts that you're staying at they're so you know expansive and there's so many things to do and things to take in that you want to be able to program in a couple of those days to enjoy the pool, to enjoy the scenery and walk around and take in the activities. Um, because there, there's so many different things to do, especially when you go to a place like Fort Wilderness, you know, and, and, and take in the shows and the horseback riding, the hiking trails and, you know, all that good stuff that uh, all the resorts have arcades and things like that. Um, it's just a good way to unwind and, and slow down, um, you know, how fast your vacations can be, which is nice. Um, you want to incorporate the, the best times of year that, that you're going to go as well. Um, obviously, if it, it's convenient to go when the kids are out of school, but it's convenient to go when the kids are out of school, right? I think you understand what I'm saying there, that everybody's out of school, so, hey, that's time to go to Disney. But the problem is everybody's out of school, so they're going to be going to Disney. So um, summertime, spring break, uh, Christmas vacation, fall break, all that stuff, you know, those are, those are peak season. Those are the busy times of year to go. Um, you know, I, I say that now and here it is, you know, early or I'm sorry, like mid February and, and the parks are the busy, like they're as busy as they are in summer, um, for whatever reason right now. 
But um, that's something to definitely keep in mind is that there are peak seasons, there are slow seasons. They might not be as as slow as they used to be, but um, there is definitely a difference in the time of year that you go. And you want to take that into uh, consideration. Yeah, and weather's another consideration in that. Like we said, uh, you know, summer is kids are out of school and that's a great time to go. But it is hot, really hot. We went in July last year. And we forgot how hot Florida is. Good Lord, yes. And that kind of goes in with having the non-park days as well because we went full blast. We were in the parks every single day we were down there. We were down there for eight days. And midweek, we just needed a stinking break. Mm -hmm. So it's really good. It's good for you. And, of course, with kids, it never fails. Even if you have a pool in your backyard, they want to use the resort one. Yeah, absolutely. So us trying to find a time for the kids to go and be able to actually enjoy that was hard. And we ended up stressing ourselves out more with it than if we would have just planned an extra day in there. Yeah. Recognize that, you know, real in hindsight, yeah, definitely that would have been very, very helpful. You know, just a day to unwind and kick back and spend some time at the pool, have a couple of drinks and just relax. and not have, you know, a schedule that like, oh my gosh, we have to be here for rope drop. We have to do this. Like, no, like, like God, like in retrospect, a day of sleeping in at Disney would have been amazing just to do that additional recharge. You know, you're taking on average when we go, we're at least 20,000 steps per part. If not 20, more. 20,000 steps per part, if not more. Um, you know, the feet need a break after a while um, because, you know, yeah, sleeping is one thing, but it never fails. You know, once you're walking into the park and you know by 10 a.m your feet are tired again and it feels like you've been walking for 12 and a half hours and you start to get cranky and you know food doesn't temper it or anything like that there's not enough dole whips in the world that take the edge off and you're still pissed off and you're angry and you know whatever else i can't say that it's a family podcast it's a family podcast i'm sorry my bad i'm a terrible person uh you're very angry with one another You know, nobody wants that in their vacation. So that's definitely something to consider. And the great thing is um, you can start booking your vacation as a whole package if you do both the resort and your tickets all together. And you can do it for $200 down, which is really, really helpful for, you know, want to lock in your price and you want to make sure that you're hitting it before that price raise goes as it inevitably does every year. Oh, yeah. I think it just hit, didn't it? I think it did. Yeah. Um, so you want to be able to hit that. But you still want to be able to have time to make your payments on it because we understand most people do not have, you know, four or five, six grand just sitting necessarily all the time and being like, okay, cool. I feel like going to Disney right now. Um, If they do, they're doing those VIP tours and they're out of the way anyway. Absolutely. (laughs) So the $200 down vacation is super helpful. It's something we recommend to our friends as well that secures in your, it locks in your hotel. That way it's, you know, it's, it's yours. It's there. It locks in your theme park tickets. That way you don't have to worry about it. And it locks in your rate, which is the most important part of that. You can make payments as often as you want with it. You just have to have it paid off 30 days before your first day of arrival. Um, And of course, I mentioned earlier, we do recommend a travel agent to kind of go along with that. That is not just because I am one. We used a travel agent on our last vacation. And honestly, that's why I became one. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it really is a game changer, right? Like, yeah, it sounds self-serving. I get it, right? You're sitting there and you're like, well, of course they're going to push it. But again, it's no cost. It's literally built into the ticket cost of every ticket, no matter whether you use the service or not. So 
I'd rather you let some other poor sucker wake up at five o'clock in the morning to book dining reservations or all that stuff. And if I get a little bit extra sleep, heck yeah, I'm going to do that every time. One of the best things that really solidified our recommendation for a travel agent was we were able to message um, the one that we had last mm-hmm. year and say, look, I want to for sure be here for this date, which was our anniversary. I want to either go, you know, for like the week before and ending on that day, or I want to start on that date and go for a week after. You know, this is kind of, you know, the couple hotels that we were kind of interested in staying and they did all the legwork. They came back and said, here's for these two dates. Here's three different hotel options. This is how much it's going to cost you. Which one would you like me to book? And then we actually got an email several months later that said, hey, by the way, a new package discount just came out. They were on the phone with Disney at six o'clock in the morning and waited in line for two hours and got the discount applied to our package. And I have to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool because like it's, it's definitely been an eye opening experience with just in the short amount of time that Crystal's been doing this because there's there's all these back channel resources, if you will. Right. I mean, there, there's travel agents talking with other travel agents. They have their own customer service line they can talk into. So there's so much uh, heavy lifting that goes into the heavy lifting that your travel agent's doing for you. They're working with other travel agents to, you know, work together like, hey, I know my group is going to be dropping this. Does anybody need this reservation? Actually, yeah, I've got a group of five that needs that reservation. What time are you dropping it? Okay, great. So, I mean, they're working together. It sounds shady, but it's not. It's all part part of the process, really. But... That's that's stuff that you don't have visibility of as a normal, you know, Disney travel guest or universal travel guest, that they have those additional resources available that they can make that extra magic happen um, that is would would cause a normal person to be pulling their hair out. Um, It's an easier lift for them, which is. Yeah, if you can start your vacation, not already stressed out about what it took to plan your vacation, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Um, after that, so you planned your vacation, uh, you know, where you want to stay, you know, how long you want to go, uh, you're going to see on there with extras or your travel agent will mention extras. So what are some of those items that you should really try and consider? I think first and foremost, for me, my favorite is memory maker. I absolutely love memory maker. Um, I, I, I'm notorious for doing this. I, I live behind the lens of a camera. And ultimately, what you quickly realize is you, yeah, you're taking pictures and you're making memories, but you're forgetting a lot also. I mean, it's one thing to be there with your family and, and watching the nighttime shows, or, um, but you're not really experiencing it. Um, you're experiencing it behind a camera, but you're also making sure that, oh, is my shot lined up or who's in it, things like that. The great thing is, with Memory Maker, you don't have to worry about all that. Yeah, you can take pictures and things like that on your phone, but I'd much rather walk up to a Disney photographer, scan my badge and say, hey, like, this is my family. We'd love a photo in front of the castle, you know, or you walk up and they have all these impromptu pop-ups that you can walk up to and, you know, you get your picture in Tomorrowland or in front of the Tree of Life or, you know, all those great iconic photos that, you know, you'd want anyway. They're there with professional camera equipment. They scan your magic band. It automatically syncs the photos to it. And you have those and they have extras that are programmed in, right? You know, they'll, they'll say, Hey, do us a favor. Can you um, point up in the sky? And all of a sudden there's like Tinkerbell that they superimpose into the image. And you get those really, really cool, like extra Disney magic photos that are available Um, in Epcot. Now they're doing nighttime photos where they have a cast member 
that runs behind you with a light wand. And it's gives you like really, really cool effects behind you with the um you know, with spaceship Earth in the background, but also this awesome like rainbow wave of light that's behind you that you know you don't have that ability with just your camera phone. Yes, they'll use your they'll take a picture of your camera phone if you ask them to, that's no problem. But for a really, really low cost, or what is it now for a family for memory maker? It's... I think what we paid is now you do get a discount when you book it in advance, which is great. Right. So I think we were around $150, but the best part of that was is we did not have to pay that for every single person in our party. No. We had six people and we paid yeah. for it once. Yep, exactly. So, and that was two different families when we went back in July as well. So it was all linked to. You know the one one account for for that cost, and they could do their family photos. We could do our family photos. We could do our group photos. At the end of the day, it really you know doesn't matter. And if you can time it right when there's not a long line, you know, you get those extra photos. Uh, and you don't feel bad about doing it. Like hey, let's just do one of the kids. Let's do the couples. Let's you know do these extra shots, and it's really not that big of a deal. The extra really really awesome part is that incorporates your ride photos as well too. Everybody wants those awesome you know, candid photos of going down Splash Mountain or on, you know, the mine train, things like that. That does it for you. Um, you either get off the ride, <clears throat> excuse me, you either get off the ride and you scan your badge real quick, or on some rides now it does it automatically based off the RFID that's in your um it's in your magic band. You know, you get off the um you get off the mine train and it's it, it does it already. And there's even video as well too, which is really, really cool. Uh for the seven doors mine train. So you get those extras that are that are kind of thrown in there, which really, really make it work. And they sync to your phone really fast. Um, I know the mine train, when we went on it, I had a video on my phone by the time we even got through the exit, mm-hmm. which was really awesome. Um, and we didn't have to have both families together at all times. It syncs to everybody as long as you add them all to your party. So if we split up and they wanted photos, it was no issue. I think we ended up with over 250 photos that the Disney Pass photographers and the ride photos had taken. And it was 150 bucks for all of them. Um, and it's absolutely amazing photos of all of us. They really are. They really are. Uh, the next thing that we really do recommend is many of you uh, may have grown up with Fast Passes with Disney and know that that's no longer a thing. The new thing that's replaced it is Genie Plus. We're going to go through some of the nitty gritty of Genie Plus in a future episode because it takes a little bit more in-depth talking about it. But it is something that I do recommend, especially if you cannot avoid going during busy times, such as the only time you can go is spring break. What Genie Plus is, is it's kind of a three-part system. There is a free version of Genie Plus that allows you to just get some help with planning where you should be in the park and your flow of everything based on what you want to do. The paid part of that that I would recommend you consider is... For Lightning Lane, it's $15 per person per day, but that allows you to get on all but two rides uh, per park, and it'll put you through essentially what was the Fast Pass Lane. It's now called the Lightning Lane. So that's something that's really helpful, especially if you're going to park hop um, or you have very limited days that can kind of help you from waiting two hours in line for one ride. It's definitely something that's recommended. You can handle it all through your app and go through it real nice and easy. The next thing uh, to recommend on there is transportation or that you want to consider is transportation between airports and parks. Um, The Magical Express is no longer available. That ended as of December 31st of Mm -hmm. 2021. But Disney did just announce that they are now offering 
Private Ground Transportation. It is um, available as a package add-on when you book. Um, it'll go through um, between Mears and some private shuttle companies, and it can go anywhere from the Orlando airports, uh, Sanford International Airport, which is north of Orlando, um, even the Orlando Amtrak station if you're taking a train in, or the Kissimmee Amtrak station, and so many more that there's just a list that they have, and they will provide a complimentary car seat for children five years old and younger. So you don't have to worry about trying to bring the car seat or that booster seat for your five-year-old just for the ride to the resort. I mean, it does seem a little promising with this mirror setup because that was one of the problems of the Magical Express is, I mean, it could be anywhere. I mean, you could be up to two hours, you know, because you're at a value resort and you're the last to be unloaded, right? But I mean, they, they offer town cars, they offer sprinters, they offer SUVs and things like that. So it might literally be just your family in this vehicle and they take you directly to your resort. So what could have been a, you know, two hour, two and a half hour process of, you know, I want to go to Disney. I want to go to Disney. You're like, well, it's not our stop yet. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about it. Turns into, you know, a 30 minute quick trip from the airport down to, you know, store directly to your resort right in. And you're checking in in a very, very short amount of time. So yeah, the Magical Express is gone, but there's so many different unique opportunities now that are out there, even outside of mirrors that you can look into um, that are themed and, you know, are special for the kids that um, it, it's not as big of a loss as it, it once was thought to be. Right. Absolutely. Um, another thing to consider when you're booking, and this kind of goes in with your budget as well, is your flights. If you are flying down to Florida. For those of us that are not lucky enough to be <laughs> super close to it, um, I know we've driven to Disney several, several times. And this last year, we decided we did not want to do that 18-hour drive this time around. So we flew in. Um, flights do still have to be booked separately. They're not part of the Disney packages as of right now. Um, I do believe Universal might. Um, but for now... That's just something that you're going to have to book separately, but it is something you should take into consideration, especially if you want to book that ground transportation, because you're going to need to know when your flight lands and the flight numbers and all kinds of things like that as well. All right. So you booked your vacation. You have your flights lined up. You have your transportation lined up. You added on your Genie Plus. You added on your Memory Maker. Now, what do you do? Well, um, first and foremost, you want to get those park reservations as soon as possible. Um, that's the big thing with COVID right now is, you know, the days of the impromptu, even the impromptu visits aren't around anymore. You know, you can't just walk up to the ticket, tra ticket and transportation center and, you know, one please and get your ticket and walk into the Magic Kingdom. Um, that doesn't happen anymore. You have to let Disney know what park you plan on being in on what day um you know that allows them to know ahead of time with staffing and and you know park flow and things like that um but it's just one of those things that it is what it is now and that's the new system and you know it's it's not as clunky as you would imagine it to be it's is it a little bit inconvenient maybe i mean you could probably argue it both ways but that's definitely something that you have to keep in mind is you need to know what day you want to go which is it's a bit of a blessing because you can plan ahead and you have that idea of, you know, what's in the future. Um, so that's, that's kind of nice, but um, definitely park reservations. You want to get those taken care of as soon as possible. 
And you can change those as you go as well. We did that with ours. We had a set idea of we wanted to go to these parks in this order. Um, and then once um, our friends decided to go along with us, they shifted a little. So we were very easily able to just get on our app and switch them around and be good to go. The biggest reasons why you want to get park reservations done as soon as possible is one, parks can sell out. Um, yes. President's Day this year. As we're recording this, it's tomorrow. Um, by the time that we actually post this, it'll already be passed. Um, all the park reservations are gone. You cannot put in a park reservation for any park in Disney World for February 21st of 2022 right now. No. They're gone. Um, and that can happen. So you want to get those in as soon as possible. That way, you know that you can at least get in those parks. The second reason you want to do that is you cannot make your dining reservations in park without a dining or without a park reservation. You're going to need your dining reservations for anything table service. Um, they are so popular right now and they are still kind of limited capacity. They don't really have many walk-up options. Some people are um, able to get in with walk-up and they've been very lucky, but that just doesn't happen all the time. Those start 60 days out from your first day of travel. You can book up to 10 days out. So on your first day of travel, if that is May 1st and you go through May 10th, that 60 days before May 1st, you can book your dining reservations for your entire vacation. Those start at 6 a.m. Eastern time. So it is super early in the morning, especially for those of you who are on Central Mountain or Pacific <laughs> time. That is a very early morning for you. That goes right back into the travel agent. Yep, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I know for a recent client, I was up at 4 a.m. to do their dining reservations for them. Um, things like that you want to keep in mind, um, certain things for dining reservations you have to pay for at booking. Most things you're perfectly fine, like Be Our Guest or Crystal Palace, anything like that. You just pay after you dine. But things like Cinderella's Royal Table, the dessert party, such as the 50th anniversary fireworks dessert party. And if you do the capture your moment photo session, those all have to be paid for at booking. So please keep that in mind when you do that. And there's also other things that you can book at that 60 days out outside of just dining. Yeah, I mean, you, you get into a, an area like um, Galaxy's Edge, right? Uh, it, it's busy no matter what um, because of, of how immersive it is and how incredible it is. But you have those extras that are in that area, right? You've got Sabi's, um, you know, lightsabers that you can build, Sabi's workshop. Um, and you also have Droid Depot as well. Um, you can book those at, at, at that 60-day out window as well. Um, because realistically, you're going to want to. Um, and you need to. Um, I, do, they, I do believe they still have a, a, like a standby line that you can sometimes get into, um, but not always. And that's definitely something that you're not going to want to bank on. Um, so you definitely want to get those booked ahead of time for sure. And I'm not sure if Savvy's does. I know that sold out fairly quickly after we booked ours. And we got that one of the first things when we booked yeah. our reservations. Droid Depot did have a standby line, but we found out when we were there, it was a three-hour wait. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no, and there's no, there's no guarantee. I mean, really, it's the, the standby line is there in case somebody no-shows. Yeah, um, absolutely. So that's that's literally what you need to, you know, equate that to is I can wait around and hope that I have a window to get in because somebody's late or, you know, they decided they were going to leave the park early and they didn't cancel. 
Um, but there's no guarantee. Um, it's not like jumping in line at 8.59 and park closes at 9 p.m. And you go, okay, great, I'm in line, so I know I'm going to go. It doesn't work that way. Just because you're in line doesn't mean you're going to get in for those extras. So please do keep that in mind. Don't let something like that uh, spoil, your, uh, spoil your trip, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, the last big thing that you want to um, check out through your My Disney Experience app is Magic Bands. Um, some people kind of feel like those are outdated now, especially since you can incorporate your park ticket on your phones, on your Apple Watch. You can get just a regular um, physical pass. We still love Magic Bands because it's just nice and easy and convenient. Everything we want is right there. Yeah. Um, our tickets are on there. Our hotel key is on yeah. there. And we don't have to worry about killing our phone battery additionally mm-hmm. because we're pulling it up for um, our memory maker to access that. They just scan our magic band um, and all kinds of things like that. And that also incorporates into those extras like that mind train um, video and photo. It senses off of the magic band. Mm-hmm. So that's really great. What Disney does is they offer magic bands at a discount as long as you order them online more than 10 days out from your arrival date. And they'll mail them straight to your house. It comes in this really nice box. It's got your names in it. You pick which one you want for each person. It's a really cute package to receive in. And it certainly got our son really excited when that came in. It was real for him at that moment. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's it's that awesome kind of short notice, if you will, reminder of like, hey, you're going to Disney soon, so it's time to get jacked up. It's time to get excited because vacation's almost here, and if you're not in vacation mode, you should be because it's about to happen. The Magic Bands will sync. There's instructions in there if they don't already sync um, with your tickets, but it'll be all good to go. You can put them on. They're waterproof. You can take them in the pool. You don't have to worry about water rides or the random Florida rainstorms. You're perfectly good to go. They offer a discount on those. It's usually at least 50% um, or around 50%, sometimes a little bit more. But that stock that they have changes very, very quickly. Even from morning to evening, the stock of what they have available changes rapidly. Of course, you can get other ones in the park. They have so many to choose from. So many options. Limited edition options even. Um, your your favorite characters, your favorite movies, your favorite you know, cinematic universes, thing, all sorts of stuff. If there's something that you like, there's a magic band of it for sure. They have them for the resorts now too, which is really cool. Right, definitely. Um, and they have just plain ones as well. Um, I know there's even, which we'll get into more later, there's even adapters where if you don't want the full magic band, but you want that little puck, and that's what we did, it mm-hmm. attached to our smartwatches. So I didn't yeah. have two bands on. Yeah. So it's there's a lot of ways that you can do that. Um, after you've done all that, you got all your stuff done, all that's left to do then is enjoy your vacation because it's exactly what you should do on vacation is enjoy it. And that's really what we got for you guys. That's that's how to get to what do I do to uh, being at the castle. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, that, was a, that was a quick episode, but uh, a lot of good information there for you all. And I mean, if you have any questions, be sure to reach out to us. Um, be sure to like and follow us on social media. We've got an Instagram, a Facebook. A TikTok, a TikTok, not TikTok, <laughs> good Lord, TikTok account. Um, everything is just at travel with KND. Um, you know, make sure you check out our website as well. What's the uh, URL, Crystal? It is travelwithknd.com. Nice and wow. simple. It's easy. It's almost like we planned for that or something. <laughs> so make sure you go to travelwithknd.com. Make sure you bookmark that. Um, hit subscribe for new episodes on whatever podcast player you're listening to, whether it's Apple, 
or Spotify right here on the website as well. We appreciate your support. Hit that notification bell as well so you can be notified of all of our newest content. And that does it for us as well. Thanks a lot for taking the time to listen, and we uh, look forward to uh, you joining us on our next episode. Absolutely, all Have a good one. Bye-bye, everybody.